MVP, Ryan. Yeah. Joel Embiid. Yeah. My guy. There you go. He's got Nick Nurse. My the guy. guy that should be in Boston. That's who Boston needs. But the Sixers made the right choice. 13-1 to 1 to win the title next year right now no, after this. No, no. 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 You sure? No. You don't want to jump on that? No, I mean, I'll feel better. Trista, what do you think the chances are he actually bets the Sixers at some point this summer to win the title? I don't think I've ever done anything with that. Uh, Only Embiid. No, I don't think. I don't see <laughs> it. I got love for Embiid because we're old poker buddies. I don't know if you guys know this. Yes, you meaning told me about we, this. We, meaning we played at the same poker table. Yeah. Tell us a million and one times. So well, what happened? We were in uh, a casino mm-hmm. in Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. And he had a game the next day. He had a game the next oh, day. Steve, and he you was, could tell the story. Before he was there. Get. He was there until four a.m. He was sober. He was just drinking. He water. He was just drinking waters. <laughs> so I was like, "Well, I'm not going to fade." Ryan's him like, "I'm not going to. It was I'm not like, going to leave the table." It was. It was. It wasn't like when Michael Jordan went to Atlantic City and then shot three for twenty-three in Game Three of is that ninety-three? I want to say it was the ninety-three Eastern Conference Finals. Wait, wait, Michael Jordan had a bad playoff game. Yeah. He, Do, does the world no, know this? No, he was three of seventeen. He went out. Okay. He was in AC uh, the night before. And then it was a huge deal at the time. It was, it was, and that's when he had to do the the famous interview um, with Ahmad Rashad, where he's got the dark sunglasses on, and he's like, "I'm just, uh, I don't have an addiction to gambling. I just like to compete." And I was like, "Hell yeah, MJ! That's what I tell my wife every night too. It's not an addiction. <laughs> we just like to compete." But uh, yeah, so Embiid was at the poker table all night, lost a bunch of money. I love him, but he uh, he lost money. He choked in the playoffs this year. 33 points per game in the regular season, my MVP. 23 points per game in the playoffs. I'm not sure that he should have won MVP. Jokic should have. Yeah. Yeah. Well, now that But Jokic but, mailed it in the last month of the season. Yeah, the whole it's still thing, a regular season award. We're looking at now where Jokic has clearly stepped it up for the playoffs. I think it's, that the reason that he yeah. didn't win it was because everyone was being like, well, actually... Uh, Jokic has never done anything in the postseason before, and if you give him three in a row, that yep. really implies that he's one of the greats, and we're not really sure if he's one of the greats yet because he's done nothing, and now he's in the final. So where are we at now with that? That's argument? why MVP voting is stupid. Why? This is why it's all narrative-based. It's narrative-based. Well, yes, people are stupid. People Have you looked at Twitter st- lately? People are stupid. It's just the worst. I'm done. I'm tired. Yeah, yeah but it's a better. I'm, we have, I'm taking a nap. Tired. I like it as a better, though, because, yeah, I mean, Jokic should have been the MVP. He mailed it mm-hmm. in the final month of the season, and rightfully but so. Ryan was able to jump on ahead of the curve with that ten to one, yeah, ten to one, and he got a little sprinkle of Jokic, and in case the market moved back, yeah, and and that's what you got to do. I mean, do. because there's always such overreaction. The first week of the season, Luca was an overwhelming favorite after one triple double, and then all season long we thought it was going to be Jokic until the final month, and then Embiid just went on that tear, which I think actually hurt Philadelphia in the long run. I thought Denver played it smart and safe because as a team, they kind of just tanked that final month of the season because they were going to get the number one seed regardless. You know what I mean? And Philadelphia went hard for no reason whatsoever that final month of the season to get Embiid. I mean, they celebrated that they Embiid. They wanted it Like Harden's hugging him. They got him a cake. That was, their, that was their NBA finals, I feel, him winning that MVP. Where Denver, Jokic didn't care. He really didn't care. He's like, I, I don't want it. I watched when he won Western Conference Finals MVP. I don't know if you guys... Uh, watch the post-game coverage. He's walking out of the arena, and his brothers are there, and he's just like carrying his award. And they want him like to talk to all these people, like introduce them. They're like, and he's walking away, and they're like, no, no, no get over here. And he just takes the award and just hands it, hands it to some random guy. He's like, I don't even need this because he just wants to win a championship. Embiid gave it all for that MVP.
but I just I don't think he's ever going to win a championship. He winds so no his way to an MVP. Also, what the hell do they look like? James Harden's most likely gone. It's and honestly, Maxie, if, Tobias Harris, and, if James and Harden Embiid. is even there, I, it, that doesn't make them a title contender. I don't think that they're. This team be- stinks. Yeah. yeah, I don't. I don't think that they're better than even Boston it's next year again. I yeah. don't think they're better than Miami. We're seeing now. Now Miami in the regular season may be different than Miami in the postseason, but we'll see the difference there. Uh, I still don't think they're going to be better than the Bucks with, unless the Bucks totally revamp this roster a lot this offseason. And that's why there's so many questions. We've got some, so many different things that have to happen between the draft and free agency, and there's going to be trades, like all of that. But it's just interesting to see kind of where some of these teams are. Like we talked about Miami 18-1 to already next year to win the title, or Boston still sitting at plus 550. Philadelphia's right in the middle because they have Joel Embiid. Nick Nurse is the polar opposite of Doc Rivers. I think this at least gets a little bit more of, hey, let's light a fire under these guys' asses. This is what Jimmy Butler tried to do with them. But I'm not going to sit there and say Nick Nurse is going to be the difference maker to make this current team that the Sixers have at 13-1 to to win the title worth a bet because I just don't think that it is. Let me ask you this. So uh, Philadelphia was the second-best team against the spread last year, 53-38-2 at a 58% cover percentage. Do you think they cover more or less as a result of this coaching change? Given the fact that you know Nick Nurse runs his guys into the ground based yeah, on more. play, mm-hmm. you think they cover more? Yeah. Yeah, though, I the think Raptors, it's kind of that Tom yeah. Thibodeau kind of philosophy of yeah. like, you're going to play a lot of minutes, get out there. Yeah, regular season is going to be very meaningful for the Philadelphia 76ers. You could maybe take them to win the Atlantic division uh, because they're going to care more, more than maybe Boston yeah. will. Like, maybe that's an angle. Like, just the regular season angle that is Nick Nurse, like the po- fade him in the postseason, maybe bet him in the regular season. You're going to get a lot more out of the regular season I from feel, them, and especially yeah. his first year as a head coach. Yeah, yeah. what do you think about like, that? I won't be shocked if they're the one seed in the East yeah. or Milwaukee because Milwaukee's going to go and play all 82 games like it's the playoffs. But a team that I'll probably actually fade in the regular season, I think the Celtics have to realize, like, all right, this year it was all about unfinished business, and they went hard in the regular season, and they were the number one seed in the East. But then they were burned out, it looked like, once we got to the playoffs. I think that they're going to, like, look what Miami did this year. Not that Miami did that on purpose or anything. Yeah. But it really doesn't matter in the East if you're the one seed or if you're the four or the five seed. Because who scares you next year Six. other than these three teams that we're talking about? The Knicks? Miami, six from the bottom in terms of cover percentage, 44, 55, and three. That might be Boston next yeah, year. Yeah, and that might be Boston. Yeah. Where is, I just need to see what Philadelphia's roster looks like, though. Here's another thing to think about, too. Does Joel Embiid play more minutes and maybe get hurt more next year because Nick Nurse is playing him more time and treating the regular season like it's more important than what you've done necessarily. These are all important good good questions because uh, and then what does that mean for Joel Embiid's like health status? Back-to-back yeah. MVPs? Same yeah. thing with, <laughs> with James Harden as well if he was to stick around which I'm, I'm assuming that he doesn't. You think he's gone, right? I just don't know why Daryl Morey, how Daryl Morey would have convinced James Harden to have this guy as his head coach when mm-hmm. James doesn't like accountability. James wants right. to do what James wants to do. And he wants his basketball freedom. He wants to be able to go to Houston whenever he wants, to go to Vegas in the playoffs, to go and have his hookah man travel with him. Like, Nick Nurse doesn't play that stuff. He'll call him out in the media and be like, yeah, James is fat. He doesn't pass the ball. We're not running the offense to him. Well, and I'm like, that's the other thing with Philadelphia, though. I don't know if this works only because I mean, you brought up Jimmy Butler, and I thought they should have paid Jimmy Butler over Tobias Harris. Yeah. They didn't. But does Joel Embiid want to be coach tough? I know I asked you this a couple weeks ago, and he you said, said yes. yes. But, then, yeah. but then, like, we watch him in the playoffs, and it's the playoffs. 
and you have P.J. Tucker screaming at him constantly. That's going to be Nick Nurse. You have these veterans just yelling Nick at Nurse him. Nick like, Nurse's faces are a big deal. And they say that. They're like, and You remember him, him and Pascal Siakam getting into it on yeah. the sideline? Mm-hmm. Him burying Gary Trent Jr. On this, um, in the media as well? Like, he's going to come after, like, yeah, George Nang is this, and right. Tyrese Maxey's out of control. He's going to bury everyone. Yeah, and I just I don't know that Embiid's going to respond well. To and that, then the so. question is, do you, do, do those guys lose lose motivation midway through the year and literally just start selling? Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I like Nick Nurse. I just and I like this hire for Philadelphia. I think it's exactly what they need. But I'm pumping the brakes. I'm not doing anything. If yeah, I had to do yeah. anything in the NBA for next season, I know that they let us down this year and they didn't look like the same team in the regular season in the playoffs. But they're so tough defensively. Donovan Mitchell kind of didn't go out the way that I thought that he was going to go out. I would play the Cavs at 28-1 to one, um, year two of that team together, and I would look at the Pelicans out west at 30-1. to one. They just have to stay healthy. If they stay healthy, I think they're the number one seed in the Western Conference. We saw it last year. Even over Denver. I, I, but then again, Denver could win multiple championships, and I won't be surprised. But, I mean, Zion, when he's right, is going to give you 25 points per game. Brandon Ingram, uh, I call him a poor man's Kevin Durant, but he showed last year in the playoffs, even this year, He's the real deal. CJ could still get you buckets. They have so much depth. They got guys like Nance off the bench. Uh, you got Herb Jones. You got a guy that could guard multiple positions. I really like the that Pelicans price at thirty to one or Cleveland twenty eight to one, just because there's too many question marks with yeah. a team like Philadelphia, Boston losing the way that they. I like did. the Miami mm-hmm. eighteen to one. I just think they're still being slept on. That's a bad like. That's a bad price. Yeah, and I mean, it, like I said, like you, you know, if they lose in the finals, they'll probably make a move. Yeah. 18 to 1's like, I think if you're going to do it, you should do it now, or you have to wait for Miami to be like the 10 seed in the East again. So do it now and do it then. Do it now and then bet do it now then. And then do yeah, it bet, again when bet now and bet later. When they fall out of the playoffs. And then just, or yeah, just do what Ryan does, right? Bet $100 each week. Yeah, I'm not doing that. And then that uh, you don't want to do that anymore? Not the right strategy? No, so you're not going to do that on the Bucks with Adrian Griffin as their head coach now? See, then that's we don't know the thing. anything. We don't know anything about him. It's one thing to say, I don't know what Nick Nurse is going to do to translate over in Philadelphia and what they're. It's even more when you have a rookie head coach and you know nothing about them. I can tell you this about Adrian Griffin. He was Nick Nurse's right-hand man. Yeah. And Nick Nurse stepped aside and said he didn't want the Milwaukee Bucks job. I don't know if it was 100% that or if Giannis didn't want him. But the fact that Adrian Griffin comes in and takes the job that could have been offered to to Nick Nurse tells you pretty much that he's got all of the capabilities. And we saw Mm -hmm. Darvin Ham step in and do a great job for the Lakers. Uh, as a guy who was like the next up mm-hmm. assistant for mm-hmm. a team that had championship aspirations, so yeah, I think this is a good. I think it's a really good hire. Father of AJ Griffin. Yeah, and I like it. I mean, you know, he's a younger coach. He's only forty nine years old. This comes yeah. down to I kind of figured that this is the way that they were going to go, and they weren't going to go with like the flashier hire, like a Nick Nurse or anybody else, because we were talking with Eric Name. He covers the team from the Athletic, and he said Giannis was fascinated. This was like two and a half weeks ago, two weeks ago, I believe. Fascinated. Um, with Adrian Griffin. And so that means that it's Giannis... It's almost like maybe they talked to Giannis the, uh, star. Them. Yeah, yeah. so he had a big say in that. And right now, for the Bucks, every decision you make the next two, three years has to be about making Giannis happy. If he wants Chris Middleton back, Chris Middleton's back. If he doesn't, Chris Middleton's gone. But Chris Middleton's also already met with him as well. If Drew Holiday has to get moved, Drew Holiday has to get moved. I don't think they'll make any crazy changes this year because they were the one seed. They're probably just thinking, hey, like we're a coach away, or the two seed, whatever the hell they were. Um, but I I don't hate the hire. I don't know that I love it. 
Um, but if that's what Giannis wanted, that's what that's what you got to do. Because Giannis is putting the pressure on. He's already doing it again this offseason. You saw the Golden State video where somebody like tweeted or messaged oh, him about man, joining that was the Warriors, so and he was like, calculated. Ooh. And he loves Steph, and he would love to play with Steph. But he's, I don't, I don't think he's leaving Milwaukee. But if they don't win another championship in the next two years. I could see him asking for a trade or like leaving in free agency when it's time. He's taking a page out of the LeBron James book of pressure, right? Where mm -hmm. it's like, let me just subtly do things like LeBron, who's done it multiple times already this offseason, hinting at retirement. And then the reports are he's going to play out the contract. Oh, but then he's back on Instagram again and doing that. So see, that's just how this is done. I won't bet them, though, because... In like, the Lakers? No, 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 the Bucks because mm. I need another shot creator. Like, if the Bucks were able to get a Dame, I know it's not going to happen, or a Kyrie... If they had their version of Jamal Murray, I'd feel much better. I just the usage is crazy for Giannis every single season. He's a great regular season player. He's a great player. He's a top five player in the league, if not the best. I have a question. But in the playoffs, like I don't want my seven footer shooting mid range jumpers, and he can't hit free throws. If yeah. you were to do a sign and trade with Kyrie and Drew Holiday, does it make both teams better? I'm gonna say yeah. I'm gonna kind of wait. Say who, yeah wait, wait. So what team? Dallas. So Dallas, Dallas with the, Drew. Dallas to yeah. Wait, Drew Dallas to would Dallas. be better defensively. Yep. That's a massive upgrade for them, and a point guard uh, that in some ways can be a playmaker. Yeah. Probably play alongside. In in some ways, I feel like he Defer can kind of mimic Luka a little bit. Like Jalen mimic Jalen Brunson and and allow him to actually be like he can play off the ball some. Not gonna need as many shots. What do you think, Ryan? I'm just thinking of a pick and roll with Giannis and Kyrie Irving, and who the hell is gonna stop that? I kind of like, makes both better, right? I feel bad though because I love Drew. And he's a great defender, but he got absolutely cooked by Jimmy Butler. And he said it himself. He said that he cooked him. Yeah. Then again, though, man, they just won a championship a couple of years ago. No, I think you just kind of stand pat and you just keep that. What they need is more shooting. You can, Grayson Allen took the final shot of the season. Yeah. You can never have that ever again. You can't be, like, rolling Javon Carter. And it wasn't even a shot. It was just an... Well, everybody boggled. Everybody got I mean, scared of the, of the moment. And Giannis was scared because he couldn't hit a free throw to yep. save his life. So he didn't want to get fouled. Because if Giannis just goes to the rack, he's getting that call. He's getting superstar MVP calls now. He didn't want to go to the charity stripe because he had missed 13 ben free Simmons. throws. He got Ben Simmons syndrome. And that's and see, that's the thing. Like Giannis has to be better. Yeah, and we don't want him. Like I said, we don't want like our seven footers shooting mid range jumpers. That's not the league. Look at Miami. They're winning games because Caleb Martin and all these guys are hitting threes. The Warriors last year, uh, even Boston last year. The reason that they're not here now is because they couldn't hit a three to save their life. The That's the, the league now. The Bucks need to at least revamp this roster some where you can allow Giannis to truly play to his strengths. Like even he said, right? God gave him everything you can't shoot. He's gotten better, but he's just not very good. And the free throws in that last game was an, uh, an, an utterly disastrous performance, but most people aren't going to talk about it because they love Giannis and they let him get away with it because he's very likable and that's, that's just the, the thing, narrative right. around him but in reality you don't want him playing the way that he was a lot in that series you want him going to the basket you want him running like a gazelle and then the rest of the floor is spread out with a bunch of shooters so they have a chance to let him operate down there and they're not gonna run the offense to him where he's just posting up the whole time it's not gonna be 90s basketball but you want to play more to the strengths we see so much of the nba today where players and teams are trying to evolve everybody's got to shoot threes everybody some guys just can't if, if they, if, if, yeah, if we, don't want, we don't need it, that, that's the thing. It's, it's not, it's not going to work. Yeah. When we were in Milwaukee, everybody's like, he needs to develop a three-point shot. I'm like, how about another post move? He's seven foot. I don't want him shooting threes. He's going to keep trying, though. At least he's putting in the effort. See, this is why I say, mm -hmm. just because Jordan could have worked on three-point shooting, doesn't mean he could have been a good three-point shooter. You never know. All right. Some sweat chamber coming up next. It's Ben MGM the night.